Uh, so, we're reading a story that you do not want spoiled for you. And because of the nature of the Creepypasta Wikia, uh, the story will be spoiled for you if you don't go to our specific link. And we want you to read this story before listening to this, please. Um, link will be the link will be added to the description. This is the one time we'll do a disclaimer. That's not a spoil. That's not a warning about something graphic or potentially like I, you know, sensitive. This is one of those cases where no, do yourself a favor and don't let this get spoiled for you. Then come back, listen to us read it, and um, you can enjoy the discussion as if being someone in the know. Yes. Cool. All right. Have you done it? Did you pause the episode to do it? Good. Then we'll begin. Cue title music. Have you ever played uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines? Um, I have not, actually. I know enough about it because um, Matt Hawley is a huge fan of uh, the World of Darkness role-playing games. Um, so he knows a lot about the like lore behind the games, and he's played it. Uh, I'm talking about the tabletop role-playing game, though. I know Bloodlines yeah. is based off that. Yeah, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, which is a terrible title for <laughs> a terribly wonderful game. Um, so I've heard it's it's based off of a tabletop game and it's a giant buggy mess to the point where this one guy who's just really cool has decided to continuously mod the game. Uh-huh. Th- that way it's less buggy. <laughs> but um <laughs> how does it how buggy is it compared to say your average uh, Bethesda open world game? Uh, way buggier. That's an impressive feat. Yes. And so Unless you know what's going on and how to recognize the bugs, you might get really confused at parts. <laughs> uh, but it is an incredible um, RPG. It's one of my favorite RPGs of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it's I, I it's it's one of those games where as soon as someone mentions it, everyone goes and downloads it. Like every single one person that's listening to this that has played Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines will go download it now and <laughs> replay it. And so recently someone did that to me, and I played a game as um, a... Um, the term is Nosferatu, which is like a horribly disfigured uh, oh, they're vampire. Oh, the they're the ones that look like Count Orlock, right? Yeah, and so they're horribly disfigured, and so they can't get around in normal society, but Uh to compensate for that, they have really good uh, abilities to hide and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, one of the abilities that I invested in is the ability to make everyone around me puke blood. (laughs) Okay. Which is a high-level ability, but I just min-maxed the shit out of my character. I'm like, no, I'm making people puke blood, goddammit. (laughs) I've never seen this happen before. Is it like an area of effect thing? Yes. Aww. Everyone in the area of effect puke blood now. What does your Nosferatu have to do to make that happen? It must be pretty disgusting. It's Well, it's not well animated as a game, so it's just like you stand there and then people around you start doing the animation of puking blood. 
pretty wonderful. I wish I wish it didn't break the masquerade because part of the game is hiding vampire society. Uh-huh. It's like a big part of the game. Right, that's but why it's I wish called I Masquerade. Could, yeah, I wish I could just go out into the middle of the street and make everyone around me in the streets puke. <laughs> it's uh, with that, you know, with great power comes great responsibility, both to your, uh, you know, fellow clansmen, clan, clan pires. Clansmen? <laughs> Wait a minute. Clan pires. Clan pires. <laughs> hey, it wouldn't Just... surprise me if there were, there were clan pires. Clan pires. Oh boy, we discovered something wonderful. We're gonna have. Not sure if I should cut that out or keep that in. No, that's you know I wasn't saying what I thought I was saying. No, the concept that was totally Freudian. But the the concept of clan pyres is amazing. So all clan pyres are Nosferatu because they're horribly disfigured. So so that's why they wear the white hoods. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe 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 uh, maybe the clan is just all um, vampires, and we just never knew. No, because one, vampires hate fire, and oh, they also point. hate crosses, and so that's that's Don't... double, like... I mean, but you'd think that... that... Okay, good point. <laughs> it must really... So it must really suck to be a clan pyre, then. You got, you can't... You have to bow out of certain rallies. You can't just be like, yeah, I'm just gonna go, you know, burn this... We're gonna go burn a cross tonight. You wanna go join us? And they're like, nah, that's okay... Why does Keith always get so antsy when we're doing the cross burning? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Welcome to Undercooked Analysis. We are really towing the line right now. <laughs> no. Uh, shut up. Clan pyres are amazing. No, clan pyres are amazing. I just... <laughs> hey, the important thing about comedy is you laugh at, at stupid... At, at shit that's other people would take seriously it's how mel brooks always said it's how you take away the power from the from that group or those people again i just watched uh, blazing saddles recently and i love that bit where they're getting everybody set up to go after uh to go uh, to go destroy rock ridge and uh there's two clansmen there and then gene wilder is like hey look what i got and he pulls bart out from behind a rock and bart's just like hey where are the white women at (laughs) it'll I love that part in uh, Django Unchained when uh, they're just like, we didn't have enough hoods. And it's like, oh. well, we can't make hoods for everyone. Um, but uh, that's, yes, comedy is how you take power away from the Klansmen vampires controlling the media. Yeah, those those damn clan pyres. That's the episode <laughs> tagline. I'm sure. Oh, my God. So anyway, today, today um, we are reading Zorax. This is an interesting because it's been a long time since it's been sort of back to the like sort of origins of undercooked analysis where it was just me and Dead Palette. But so this is going to be interesting. It's going to be like like old times. It's going to be like other origin things which are really good like Silent Hill origins and Wolverine origins and all just uh, the Origin oh, of Species oh, by Charles oh, Irwin. Uh, what? That doesn't... No, David. The joke is that we're doing bad things that have origins in the title. Well, depending on who you talk to, Darwin is bad things. <laughs> That's true. According to the clampires controlling the media. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, ha- they have stakes in taking down stakes. They have stakes literal stakes in taking, in taking down... down. 
Charles Darwin. Uh, like the clan pirates have the most mixed up agenda. Like they can't really do what the what the normal like clan clan wants to do. They just kind of blend in, or they try to. But then they have like these weird priorities that the rest of them don't have. We have to prove evolution is wrong. What? <laughs> We have to prove that evolution was wrong. Everything actually came from Count Dracula. <laughs> oh, boy. Not even realizing that um, Bram Stoker came up with him. Like, that's a fucking myth. There is no Bram Stoker. There was only Vlad Vlad the Impaler. All right. Anyway, we're getting uh, we're continuing to go off track. So Zorax, what, why? What is this? Why is this? I'm not explaining anything, David. Well, but here's, this, the, here's uh, the problem. It's posted on the X, X board on July 29th, 2012. It is quite an interesting read and worth the lengthy read. It's not too lengthy of a read, really. Uh, the problem is they're showing the categories at the top, and I see it's it's uh, categorized in Zelda. Oh, fuck that. And oh, historical God archive. God damn it. It fucking spoiled the end. <laughs> So here's the thing. here's the thing, guys. This is why the categories are a problem because it lets you see the story that you want to read, but it also spoils stuff like this, which is just fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And why part is... of the part of the fun of Ashcan horror and realist horror and that kind of stuff is stumbling on a cool little story and you didn't know that it was a story. But that's not how it. The sad thing is that's not how it works anymore. Which is no. which is what. It makes me, which is why I really like. Um, I know we we talked about this in a previous episode, but why we like fifteen hours Tumblr because it's yeah. just a random story from out of nowhere that gets put up. And that's the thing is, creepy pasta was a gen, it was a fragile proposition from the outset. Mm-hmm. And there's all these other things that are killing creepy pasta, like the narration and the lack of credit, and you know those kinds of things as well. Mm-hmm. But there's just it was already fragile to begin with, and then you pile all these other problems on top of it. It gets frustrating. It is, and hence why um, there's the push from people who care about the genre toward putting what we liked about it toward Ashcan horror, toward that moniker. You know, if I was thinking with forethought, I should have just like copied this down and sent the document to you. Probably, I'm not gonna let it ruin it for me too much because I'm now I'm just conf- now I'm just intrigued. I have no idea what it leads to. Uh, You mind if I start us off? Go for it. All right, Zorax, here we go. My parents were the first to fall violently ill from the sickness we now know as Zorax. I can can vividly recall my father lying on his bed while his muscles spasm and he choked on his own vomit. I stood at his side, frozen in place and refusing to leave as I held back sobs, his pupils dilating until his entire eye was like an inky blackness. He tried to speak, turning his head toward me, but opening his mouth only brought forth another torrent of vomit. I remember saying something, but the detail is lost to me now. I remember staring into his glazed eyes as his shuddering became less pronounced, and he was suddenly very still. I let out a wail and ran into my room, unprepared and unwilling to face the truth. My mother was the first to pass, then my older brother, who had turned 17, and finally, my father. I had not considered that I could have caught the disease myself, if it were in fact contagious. I just thought myself lucky though tragically lucky at that. Strong start. Oh, boy. Yep. Um, I, I like the start of this story. 
I think we should read a little bit more and and just press on for a little no, bit. No, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Let's keep let's keep going. I fell asleep in the corner, huddled into the blanket that previously kept my mother warm. Ugh. Ugh. Her her perfume made the putrid aroma somewhat tolerable, oh, perhaps heard? just enough, perhaps just enough, so that I could drift off. I remember a persistent banging next, a series of muffled inquiries from the opposite side of my locked door. There were shouting, they were shouting for survivors, looking fervently for anyone who was still alive, despite the breakout. I rushed to the door and unlocked it to face what I would come to identify as the day crew. Their faces were obscured by large gas masks fitted with some sort of capsule on either side of the cheeks. Their breaths were slow and monitored. Their voices were nearly impossible to hear over their mechanical wheezing. They were covered from head to toe in black regulation hazmat material with orange text reading day crew on their backs. I came to identify them as the day crew. How did I come to that? Well, because they had... (laughs) Text reading day crew on their backs. They had text on their back that said, I am forensic. <laughs> they ordered me out into the main hall while I, where I managed to catch sight of 14 other children around my age being told directions and filed into a lineup. Once the entire group had been examined, we began our trek out into the streets, which was a vision of chaos and destruction. We had heard the noises of looting and desperation from our homes, but we hadn't ventured off into the outside world for weeks for fear of catching the sickness ourselves. They don't want to get down with the sickness. <laughs> I can't do. I can't do. Alan's not here. I can't do it. Yeah, that's that. No, that's Alan's signature now. I can't even do it. Oh no, I can't. I I physically cannot make that noise. Just go. Just do the the. Just do the version he did and the one. Just go. Ooh wah ah ah ah. Ooh, wah, 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 wah. (laughs) (laughs) There were even more day crew that were burning the bodies that had fallen into the streets. They uh, trying to purge the earth as they kept their distance from the resulting fumes. They were silently ushered into the back of a large truck that took us to the south. That took us to the south, yeah, away from the cities and suburbs and into the dense growth of the forest. So we're being moved away uh, into the forest from the cities. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you see any connections to Zelda? Yeah, yet? I'm already I'm already seeing a pretty decent. Com- this is going to be a weird. Uh, this is going to be a weird lead up toward uh, Kokiri Forest, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I love how fucking obvious it is now. When the van. Is there anything else you see? Um, no, nothing jumping out at me yet. Okay. That's dumb because I'm I I love Zelda. I'm like a Zelda pro, but like there's gonna be there's gonna be something where you're hitting your head. Where I'm gonna be like, I can't believe I didn't I didn't catch that. <laughs> where you're gonna be like, I can't believe I didn't catch that, and also that's kind of stupidly fun. Okay. Yeah, taking the kids away from cities and into a dense forest. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing I see so far. Okay. All right. When the van came into a screeching halt, the door swung open to reveal more day crew, who ushered us out into a forest clearing. We were interrogating about our exposure to anyone with Zorax, 
and if we felt any symptoms like nausea or vertigo, that we had all witnessed our family members falling ill and had tried in vain to treat them, we were all perfectly fine in all any physical sense. Oh, boy. Okay. The day crew initially told us that they were perplexed about our immunity to the sickness, that we were, in fact, refusing to get down with the sickness. <laughs> As anyone who came in contact with it was sure to fall ill just hours later. So it was a shock to see that some of us had been living this nightmare for weeks on end. They, uh, As they administered more tests and asked more questions, however, they were told that the immunity was tied with a hormone cell that, is, that the disease was using to compromise the immune system. And since we were all too young to have properly developed it, the disease was unable to make us fall ill. Hmm. We were told that the day crew wanted to study us, that we would live under the canopy, the cover of the forest in quarantine. They were, they would hope to extract a cure from our group that could be used to heal the world and rid it of the Zorax disease. Right. As I'm reading that last paragraph, can you have the theme of Kokiri Forest just slowly <laughs> fade in a little bit? Oh my god, I totally could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the world's... I, I know what's going to happen now. I'm, I'm, the disease has stunted their growth. They're going to be kids forever, right? Yeah. Okay, this is, this is a, a weird theory pasta. It is. It is the weirdest theory pasta that has ever I'm, existed, I'm, ever. I'm a kind of angry... <laughs> I'm kind of angry. Are you angry at the story or that you got spoiled on it? No, well, a little bit of both because I don't tend to like these things that make these super, super far-fetched things. But let's let's see how this goes. Let's see how this goes. Um, I have a strange affinity for this one, and you'll I, I think you'll see why. Okay, okay. Sorry, it's just I'm a lore fiend, you know? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. This, this is another alternate universe. All right. Um. Where, 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 wait, where does the story sit in the Zelda timeline? <laughs> well, I guess it's its own timeline, parallel to all the other ones. Hmm. It's like Termina. And, and Link is right-handed in this one. Oh, shit. Um, did you just finish off Zorak's disease? Yeah, so you got the next one. It's pretty short. They tried their best to sound positive in the in light of the situation, but it was obvious that even they were downfall of their efforts, and that there was no guarantee for any of the tests to follow through. Still, they kept the mood optimistic and promised us that we would save countless lives with our efforts. They built a secluded village in the woods, providing us each with a makeshift house carved into the tree trunks around the area. <laughs> I was led to a simple treehouse that had a single bed on the far end and a table in the middle. We were told the first thing the next morning we were going to have our blood taken, so we weren't allowed to eat anything until then. I was fine with that. I hadn't been hungry for days. The image of my mother, father, and brother crowded my thoughts instead. I didn't get much sleep. The forest was chirping with crickets, and the muffling bickering of the night crew kept me up into the early hours. So... Does that description like 
describe anyone's house in specific. It's a very specific house. Uh, Can Hyrule's destiny really depend on such a lazy boy? Uh, it's it's we're getting a lot of links to the the, to the past to the past to the past <laughs> before the outbreak of the Zorax disease. Also, I love the concept that they're just like carving houses into trees. Yeah, like you're not making you're not making lean tos or something. They're tense. actually like we're making these tree houses. This should work out fine. We were woken the next day and filed into a single lineup up to have our have blood drawn. While the needles were prepared for us, we were told that we would have to receive a vaccination that would prevent us from going through puberty to preserve <laughs> the hormone that might lead to a cure. Not understanding what a vaccine is. Nope. It was never elaborated on at the time that we would never be able to grow up. <laughs> Or have children, but it was unlikely to. But it was unlikely to live beyond the first few hours of infection. Never mind the next few years. So our adulthood was seen as a necessary sacrifice. Hmm. This continued for a few weeks. We would continue to receive vaccinations and assured that a cure would soon arise. But times were getting desperate. It took, I took to listening in on the muffled conversations of the night crew during the night. It became easier to make out what they were saying over time as they sat beneath my bedroom window next to a crackling fire. I discovered that our encampment was only one of many in the surrounding area, and that they deduced that Zorax originally came from the sea to the west. They passed around horror stories of people that lived by the shore that were hit the worst that they had gone completely pale and that they began to sprout growths off of their elbows, hips, and toes. Oh, God. That they had been constantly hydrated, that they had to be constantly hydrated or else their skin would begin to flake and peel. Their pupils had dilated and their entire eye was colored black. At this bit, I thought about, uh, back to my father, sitting on the couch and writhing in pain. Here's the Zora's Domain music for everybody. There was food in the mountains. One assured another. They were gathering it in droves, perhaps to keep it from spoiling. Another spoke up, revealing that they had managed to find expecting women who weren't exposed to Zorax, and that they were being kept in the mountains to birth their young away from the sickness. The topic came back to their present situation, and they began to discuss our encampment, that our results, well promising, weren't being worked on fast enough. They were, there were accusations claimed and fingers pointed, but at last they settled on keeping their mood positive, that something would come along eventually, that they just needed some more time. <clears throat> Trying to think of some, like, bullshit to say here. Um, so where did the Gerudos come in? When did we get, when did we get the casual lesbians in Gerudo town? I don't. I don't think that it's funny that you mentioned Zoras though, because they think that they're turning into Deku's. No, because they said they're pale. They're getting growths on their elbows, and and they need to stay hydrated. Sprouting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I'm an idiot. <laughs> um. But who could be Deku's? Um. Well, it depends. If this is strictly Ocarina of Time, the Deku weren't a specific race of people in Hyrule. The Deku weren't introduced as a race until really um 
like a civilized race until Majora's Mask. Okay. Just a thought. Although there's no sea to the west in Hyrule either. Mm. No, in Breath of the Wild, there's an ocean. The only ocean time we've seen an ocean in Hyrule, but that's to the east. <clears throat> Deserts to the west. Interesting. Anyway, I think someone got Dis- their directions wrong. Yeah. Discussion drifted back to the horror stories of the west coast. Clearly, which uh, clearly which clearly sparked sparked sick sick interest in the group as they talked of the corpses that they had found along the waters and drifted ashore, each with deep black eyes. I rolled over in my bed, unable to listen to any more of the stories without images of my own family, staring up towards the ceiling, praying that we would manage to find a cure soon and that I wouldn't have to hear about the people of the West anymore. That's optimistic that you think there's going to be a cure for this thing. (laughs) Yeah. Millions of people. This is like a this is a this is pandemic levels of destruction with the Zorax. It had been nearly a month of testing when something went wrong. A few short hours after the latest vaccinations, God damn it! <laughs> Vaccines. That's like why. I, I guess they just didn't know, but that's not what a vaccine is. Don't don't you learn in like middle school what a vaccine is uh i would think so there seems to be a fundamental misunderstanding for a lot of people about what a vaccine actually is because then the similar error i'm trying to think of the story but didn't something else weird about vaccines come up in another thing we read no it was in a dead serious i did called the hug me vaccine it was that's where there right. was a fun, again a fundamental misunderstanding of what a vaccine yeah, is. I couldn't remember if that was, but now, yeah, you're right. It was that was one of yours. But again, not one of my stories. But no, not one of your You know, what I, <laughs> you know what I mean, listeners. I mean, Dead Palette understands what vaccines are. That's what I'm saying. Don't think he's he he may claim he's an idiot. He's not that much of an idiot. Come on, guys. You're, okay, so here's the thing. Anti-vaxxers understand what vaccines. Are better than this author. <laughs> that is alarming. Well, uh, this is like extreme anti-vaxxers saying, like, look at all these side effects. You want to talk? Can, can, I, I read the rest your, of this paragraph. Your children. It's fucking hilarious. You need to finish this so we can work that into how. <laughs> your children will turn into Zoras <laughs> if you if you vaccinate them, dude. If I if, if if vaccination meant I could turn into a Zora, fuck, I would take all the vaccinations. I want to be a kick-ass mer person. Ooh. Plus, like, I, I want to be I want to be Prince Sidon. I you know I'm not a huge fan of Zora music. You're not into the Indiegogos? No, oh. no. <laughs> a few short hours after the latest vaccination, several kids began complaining of distorted vision. They could see trailing lights in the air, making their way across the plains. While their faces were covered with their masks, they could sense a worry that played out across their faces. I could sense a worry that played out across their faces. Uh, Masks, too. We were told that they were just visual hallucinations and that they would subside in a few hours. When I woke the next day and glimpsed outside, I, too, could see the trailing lights drifting through the air. They forbid anyone to discuss the lights any further, though it was clear that everyone could see them. 
so like that's the thing is for all the silliness of the story it does have a good tension yeah it does actually it's it's interesting how they're kind of trying to disguise the fact that this is ocarina of fucking time (laughs) so i know that it sucks that the story has been spoiled for you and for everyone else reading this but take this for what it is it is a giant troll pasta at the end of the day a really brilliant well-written troll pasta i'm down for that as we lined up to have blood drawn one of the day crew became terribly ill and began to vomit through his gas mask in a frenzied panic we were ordered back into our houses as they led a sick member away into the woods. We were told to come out and organize ourselves into a line for decontamination. After covering everyone in a chalk-like substance, they began to scrub away at it with some foul-smelling liquid until we uh, were assured that we were safe to deal with once more. This exercise... This excessive procedure became part of our daily regimen, and it's how we started calling oh. the scrubs rather than their official titles. Oh, shit. I get it now. I get it what now. Is the it? day crew scrubs. It's uh, fucking good. It is, isn't it? Uh, See, this story is stupid fun. It is, actually. I'm kind of enjoying this. Remember when I said we earlier were... I was frustrated? I Now that I'm... It, yeah, I'm definitely getting into the mindset that this is the troll pasta, and that's making it more fun. Yeah, and see, that's the thing, is people don't take this for a troll pasta, but that's what it is. It's good. You know? Um, p- perhaps one of the best ones ever written. Uh, we were delusional, and it was obvious that they were as well. We were disillusioned, and it's obvious that they were as well. Mm-hmm. The visual hallucinations began to get worse. Began to worsen, even though we had stopped taking vaccinations long ago. Still stopped taking. Stopped taking vaccinations, motherfucker. Should have been medications at this point. Not how. Oh my god. Some kids began to befriend imaginary creatures in the air, speaking to the trails of light. I was horrified that I might start losing my sanity as well. And then one of them floated up to me and went, "Hey, hello." Uh, no, we haven't gotten to that part oh, of yeah, the story yet. Oh, yeah, I'm assuming yet, that's going to come up. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to eavesdrop to the discussion over the fire that night, which had gradually worsened which each, with each passing week. With a trailing desperation in their voice, the day crew began to exchange information about the other areas. The flood in the mountain had been... The food in the mountain had been contaminated, and rumors began to surface that all of the births had resulted in defects, which, with each child being well over a healthy birth weight, with their eyes far apart, they would likely succumb to the disease and perish as well, it was decided. The cure that had been tested on the Zorax-ridden patients hadn't shown any signs of preventing the sickness, but rather had simply slowed the progress of the sickness so that it claimed lives in days rather than hours. <laughs> while this was a good bit of news they focused on how little was accomplished over the large span of time and how anyone with sickness shouldn't be uh stringing shouldn't be kept stringing along but rather destroyed so that they couldn't contaminate anyone else there was a coldness in their voices in their voice 
should I, be voices, right? Yeah, it should be should be voices. I rolled over in my bed to watch the lights play across my vision, dancing dancing across my eyes until I fell asleep. The scrubs were gone the next day, leaving us behind as they failed as their failed experiment. The children seemed unaware of this and decided to continue befriending imaginary creatures. In a depression, I sucked off the bed, only to suffer a violent burst of spasms and shivered, shivering in the process. I drifted in and out of sleep that night, <laughs> having one recurring nightmare after another. When I awoke, I heard something passing through the doorway, something that couldn't possibly be there. Rolling over, I reluctantly looked up, in the air to watch a trailing ball of light float around my house before descending towards my bed. I gotta do this right. Hello, Link, wake up! The Great Deku Tree has summoned you! Oh and God. that's the ending. Ah, uh, That was pretty good. That's fantastic. The long build-up to that punchline. And uh, scrolling down through the comments, we're seeing a handful of people uh, also bitching about the fact that this has been filed under Zelda. Also, why the fuck does Zelda have its own file it under shouldn't. the Pasta Wikia? It shouldn't. Oh my god, it shouldn't. It really shouldn't. Why, Put why? this under Forest. There shouldn't Put this be that. There's, and also, there shouldn't be that many Zelda creepypasta. Like, come on, guys. Come on. We can't all be Ben Drowned. We can't all be as good as uh, Link's Shadow and Soul Calibur, too. <laughs> Oh, what an incredible, incredible story. What a great find that was. That was. Yeah. Makes you wonder, though, uh, what we're going to do um, when everybody's coming to visit in July. We have to find something great. Got to find something dumb. Super dumb. And angelic. Something dumb and angelic. Those things don't seem mutually exclusive, but maybe there's something out there that can make that work. Some sort of dumb angel? Nah, it'll never happen. Like, no such story could exist. What are we? Some sort of dumb angel? <laughs> All my friends are apples taken slow. <laughs> Pinkie Pie's an apple to the core. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah. Um, I'm going to agree with you. Good troll postal. The Legend of Zorax. Vaccines against puberty. Oh, my God. Um, I will give this... Um, I will give this two nondescript clan pyres <laughs> out of... An anti-vaxxing mob. I'm going to give this a night crew scrub out <laughs> of out of vaccines for castration. <laughs> I will give this a day crew, fighter of the night crew, champion of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after all, they are masters of karate. And friendship to everyone. Um, oh. You know that was that was that was refreshing. That one had a good sense of humor. Who wrote this one? Where is our credit? 
I don't. It's uh, it was posted to X, so it probably doesn't have an author. Ah, uh, well, uh, whoever wrote this, my uh, my hat's off to you. My um, my link hat is off to you. So this is not Ashcan horror. This isn't realist horror, but I love this story. Um, because like I'm like things that aren't that, but I like this story because it's. It, when I read it the first time, I did not see it coming. Mm-hmm. I straight up did not see it coming. But then when you when it hit you at the end, you rolled back and were like, "Wait, oh, let's uh, dance." I want to put out a friendly reminder to everybody that um, we are doing our first live stream on YouTube. Uh, or, no, our first of monthly live... We've done live streams on YouTube before, but this is our first regularly scheduled monthly live stream. It'll be on YouTube on the through the Midnight Marinara channel. That's going to be on June 30th. That's a Friday. Uh, we're going to be reading NES Godzilla. Go out, get your ginger ale ready. Send us pictures of ginger ale on the day. Show us you your, show your, us ginger your ale. loyalty, because ginger ale... You know, you know what? I'm going to go out and say ginger ale... No, no matter what condition it's in, uh, is the official drink of Midnight Mary or no, it's the official drink of Undercooked Analysis. Could be but the official really... drink of of Midnight Marinara too. Well, I guess that's true. But it, it's like the, the people combined go, people, the... people go into the restaurant and they're just like, uh, yeah, I'll have uh, a uh, Coke, and it's like we don't have Coke. Uh, do you have uh, Pepsi? No. We don't have Pepsi. But, uh, so what products, what, what soft drinks do you have? You're, you're going to want to talk to the bartender. He's the one who has everything. And the th- fact of the matter is, we only serve ginger ale. Your options are limited to a ginger ale, Black Label, Johnny Walker, and uh, Tito's Vodka. That's all we serve here. <laughs> you're... you're... I'm just now realizing that the pasta shade sounds a lot like um, the goat sketch from Adam Sandler's CD. <laughs> Have you heard that before? No, I'll, I'm going to look it up, though. But just knowing that knowing that the pasta shade is being associated with an Adam Sandler sketch in someone's mind makes me uh, die a little inside, and not in a good way. No, no. I The CD is actually really funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's audio dramas of like funny little sketches. It's actually really good. That sounds good. It could, was could nice. You, I, it, I will say it's nice of the the pots to shade to drop in for all of two seconds to do that sketch because I know um, he's still busy gathering things for the episode for the show for Midnight Marinara. But I mean, we're doing our best to hold the fort. Can you end it here with the pasta shade saying <laughs> my options were kind of limited? Uh, asshole. My options are kind of limited, asshole. I'm Aaron. I'm Brendan. I'm Brian. And I'm Rob. And we're the hosts of Faux Boys, the podcast about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. So, Aaron, what is Doughboys? Doughboys is this podcast hosted by Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell, who are two hilarious comedians, where they talk about chain restaurants every single week. So wait, what's Faux Boys then? Faux Boys is a podcast hosted by Aaron, Brendan, Brian, and Rob, four hilarious comedians who talk about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. Are we going to go to the same chain restaurants that the Doughboys are going to? 
I sure hope so. But if we don't, we're still going to record an episode. Do they have chain restaurants in Canada? <laughs> Some of them. So tune in to Faux Boys, the podcast about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants on BenviewNetwork.com. Every two weeks to listen to Faux Boys, the podcast about the podcast about chain restaurants. Hey, does Feral Audio know we're doing this? This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.